This is Science Friday. I'm Charles Berquist. And I'm Flora Lichtman. And now it's time to check in on the state of science. This is KER St. Louis Public Radio Iowa News. Public Radio News. Local science stories of national significance. There are some famous volcanoes in the Pacific Northwest, Mount St. Helens, Mount Shasta, Mount Hood. But there's one active volcano you probably haven't heard of, the Axial Seamount. It's about 300 miles off the coast of Oregon and deep under the sea. And this volcano has been busy. It's erupted three times in the past 25 years. Scientists are studying the Axial Seamount to learn about how volcanoes work, which will hopefully help us understand the volcanoes that pose a greater risk to people. Our next guest joined these volcanologists on a scientific research cruise to study Axial Seamount. Jess Burns, science reporter for Oregon Public Broadcasting and producer of their show, All Science, No Fiction. She joins me from Portland, Oregon. Welcome back to Science Friday. Hey, thanks. All right, let's start with some volcano facts. The Axial Seamount is underwater. Does it erupt in the same way as a volcano on land? Like, should I be picturing Mount St. Helens, but under the sea? Uh, No, you shouldn't be picturing Mount St. Helens because Axial is actually a different kind of volcano. It's a shield volcano. It's more like uh, Kilauea in Hawaii, and it behaves really similarly. When Axial erupts, it doesn't blow its top, right? You don't get these like fantastic pyroclasts or anything like that. One, it's under the ocean, but the other, it just doesn't behave that way. Instead, the magma below kind of forces open a crack on its slope and the lava just kind of oozes out. And another way it's actually kind of interesting, it's like the Hawaiian volcanoes, is that it sits over a hot spot. And um, this is like a magma pipeline from really deep in the earth. And and this hot spot, just like Hawaii, is why Axial is so active and, and consequently why it's so interesting to researchers. So what happens when it erupts? What are the effects? Well, there's going to be a tube-worm barbecue, so it's not really <laughs> that great if you're a hyperlocal resident. But, you know, for us for in Oregon, just for perspective, 250 miles offshore, under a mile of ocean, One of the scientists on the ship, Jeff Beeson from Oregon State University, explained it pretty well. It doesn't have that flashy, Axial's going to erupt and cause a tsunami. It's not happening. Axial's not going to do that. Axial's not going to erupt and have a lava flow that goes into someone's backyard. But the stuff we learn from Axial will tell us how potentially a lava flow will work somewhere else. Basically, we only know about the eruptions because researchers have instruments on the seafloor. And there's actually a permanent cable running from Axial back to the Oregon coast. And that makes Axial the best monitored deep sea volcano in the world. Oh, wow. So you reported your story on the scientists studying the Axial Seamount from a boat. That doesn't seem like a bad assignment. No, it was absolutely the best. Um, <laughs> my videographer and I were out there for two weeks. Um, oh, wow. I, I know. It was it was a long time. It was amazing they let me go that long. And just to give it like a little taste of like life, they work around the clock. You know, they break off into three teams. They do two four-hour shifts a day. So the sleep schedules are really weird. There's this endless supply of coffee and breakfast cereal and ping pong. They use this remotely operated submarine called Jason, which was, you know, controlled by this small crew in this converted, tricked out shipping container on deck. And that control room was just this magical place. It was dark and serene and just 
any time of day or night, you know, 3 a.m., 3 p.m., that any time that Jason was in the water, you could just go in there and just watch what Jason was seeing on the seafloor. So you just see these hydrothermal vents and lava flows and these weird creatures. And it was just like, it was so amazing. It was, uh, it was, it was incredible. So what kind of projects are happening on the ship? What are scientists trying to learn from Axial? The researchers were trying to see if they can predict when Axial will erupt next. You know, with volcanoes, scientists can often tell a few days in advance that an eruption is imminent. But predicting with any accuracy longer out than that is notoriously difficult. You know, volcanoes are these just really complex systems, and we don't fully know what's happening underground. Well, these researchers gave an accurate prediction seven months in advance of the last axial eruption. That was in 2015. And they did this based on measurements of changes in the seafloor, which is an analog for magma buildup underneath. And they're working to see if they can make another accurate prediction for the next eruption. Could they translate this data to help us understand volcanoes above ground, volcanoes closer to people? You know, that is the goal, and I don't know if it will translate one-to-one, but it really, if even if they could get some clues, it would be really invaluable. In the Pacific Northwest, half the people live within high-impact zones of these high-risk volcanoes. You know, I see Mount Hood. I see Mount St. Helens on my compute to work. Wouldn't it be amazing? Just a few months out, we got a heads up that something could happen. You could start gathering supplies, making emergency plans, and just getting prepared in a way that I I know I'm not motivated to do right now. That's about all the time we have for now. I'd like to thank my guest, Jess Burns, science reporter for Oregon Public Broadcasting and producer of their show, All Science, No Fiction. She joins me from Portland, Oregon. Thanks for having me. And you can watch a video Jess produced about the scientists studying the axial seamount that's at sciencefriday.com slash ocean volcano.